A Brief History of Human Disease Genetics A Review by Melina Klausnitzer Mark McCarthy Nicole Soranzo and others from Harvard Medical School, Boston, USA and other institutes Nature 2020 a primary goal of human genetics is to identify DNA sequence variants that influence biomedical traits, particularly those related to the onset and progression of human disease. Over the past 25 years, progress in realizing this objective has been transformed by advances in technology, foundational genomic resources and analytical tools, and by access to vast amounts of genotype and phenotype data. Genetic discoveries have substantially improved our understanding of the mechanisms responsible for many rare and common diseases and driven development of novel preventative and therapeutic strategies. Medical innovation will increasingly focus on delivering care tailored to individual patterns of genetic predisposition. For almost all human diseases, individual susceptibility is, to some degree, influenced by genetic variation. Consequently, characterizing the relationship between sequence variation and disease predisposition provides a powerful tool for identifying processes fundamental to disease pathogenesis and highlighting novel strategies for prevention and treatment. Over the past 25 years, advances in technology and analytical approaches often building major community projects, such as those that generated the human genome sequence and elaborated on their reference to capture sites of genetic variation, have enabled many of the genes in variants that are causal for rare diseases to be identified and enabled a systematic dissection of the genetic basis of common multifactorial traits. There is growing momentum behind the application of this knowledge to drive innovation in clinical care, most obviously through developments in precision medicine. Genomic medicine, which was previously restricted to a few specific clinical indications, is poisoned to go mainstream. The review charts recent milestones in the history of human disease genetics and provides an opportunity to reflect on lessons learned by the human genetics community. We focus first on the long-standing division between genetic discovery efforts targeting rare variants with large effects on those seeking alleles that influence predisposition to common diseases. We describe how this division with its echoes of the century-old debate between Mendelian and biometric views on human genetics has excused the continuous spectrum of disease risk alleles across the range of frequencies and effect sizes observed in the population, and outline how genome-wide analyses in large biobanks are transforming genetic research by enabling a comprehensive perspective on genotype phenotype relationships. We describe how the expansion in the scale and scope of strategies for enumerating the functional consequences of genetic variation is transforming the torrent of genetic discoveries from the past decade into mechanistic insights, and the ways in which this knowledge increasingly underpins advances in clinical care. 
Finally, we reflect on some of the challenges and opportunities that confront the fields and the principles that will, of the coming decades, drive the application of human genetics to enhance understanding of health and disease and maximize clinical benefits. Rare diseases, rare variants. During the 1980s and 1990s, efforts to map disease genes were focused on rare, monogenic and syndromic diseases and were mostly driven by linkage analysis and fine mapping within large multiplex pedigrees. Localization of genetic signals was typically followed by Sanger sequencing of the genes found to map within the linked locus to identify disease-causing alleles. Assessment of pathogenicity based on segregation of a putatively causal variant with disease across multiple families and evidence that the risk genotype was absent in health individuals were typically followed by confirmatory functional studies in cellular and animal models. This path of gene identification was laborious. Nevertheless, by 2000, around 1000 of the estimated 7000 single gene inherited diseases had been characterized, including many with substantial biomedical impact, such as Huntington disease and cystic fibrosis. Completion of the draft human genome sequence reduced many of the obstacles to disease gene mapping and propelled a fourfold increase in the genes implicated as casual for rare single gene disorders. Microarray-based detection of structure variation and exome and genome-wide sequencing have been pivotal, bolstered by in silico analysis and prioritization of the discovered genetic variants, increasing availability of reference datasets, cataloging population genetic variation across diverse ethnic backgrounds has supported robust casual inference. More recently, the adoption of high-throughput sequencing technologies has enabled the full range of casual genetic variation from single mutations to large structural rearrangements to be identified in a single assay. These technologies have extended from research into clinical usage, driving earlier and faster diagnosis for genetic disorders. Reduced reliance on multiplex pedigrees in favor of collections of affected cases, often parents has proven decisive in identifying new dominant disorders, many of which were previously considered recessive. Increasingly, discovery of rare disease genes has transitioned from genetic actualization of small numbers of individuals with similar clinical presentations the genome-wide sequencing of larger cohorts of phenotypically diverse patients. This genotype-driven approach has revealed new disorders associated with more viable clinical presentation. A more systematic approach to data sharing has been critical, both for the characterization of new disorders and diagnostic interpretation of potential casual alleles. The value of sharing genetic and phenotypic data from those though to harbour rare undiagnosed genetic diseases has fostered global collaborative networks designed to match patients with similar genetic variants and or phenotypic manifestations 
even across continents. Interactions between researchers and families with rare diseases have enabled natural history studies to be driven by family support groups positioned to initiate data collection from patient cohorts once a casual gene is discovered. Clinical translation of these technologies has benefited from a series of information resources, including open databases of genes associated with rare disorders, clinically interpreted variants, and patient records. Access to resources that catalog genetic variation across populations has enabled the confident exclusion of genetic variants to common in population level data to be plausible causes of rare, penetrant, early onset genetic diseases. These analyses have reduced the contamination of databases with variants erroneously interpreted as a casual for disease and are addressing the overestimation of disease penetrance, arising from the historical focus on multiplex pedigrees. Improved recognition of the variable penetrance of many monogenic disease alleles has invigorated efforts to identify the genetic and environmental modifiers responsible. Although huge strides have been made in associating specific genes with particular disorders, establishing the causal role of individual variants within these genes will remains problematic and the patients with suspected rare genetic diseases are left without a definitive diagnosis. Even for variants with established casualty, the penetrance is often unclear. Resolving these uncertainties represents the central challenge for the field. Aggregation of sequencing data from large numbers of affected cases and population reference samples will provide the evidence base required for robust interpretation of variants. Highly parallelized in vitro cellular assays that allow assessment of the functional effects of all variants in a disease-associated gene can transform interpretation of novel variants, although developing well-calibrated functional assays predictive of pathogenicity for all disease genes represents a daunting prospect. Direct functional genomic exploration of accessible and disease-relevant tissues from patients using RNA sequencing and DNA methylation assays can identify previously cryptic causal genetic variants, particularly in underexplored regions outside protein-coding genes. Developments in each of these areas will extend the range of variants and genes for which diagnostic and prognostic clinical information can be provided to patients and their families. Common diseases, common variants. Efforts to apply the approach, linkage analysis in multiplex pedigrees that had been so successful for the high penetrance variants responsible for Mendelian disease were, with notable exceptions, largely unsuccessful for common later onset traits with more complex multifactorial etiologies, such as asthma, diabetes, and depression. Recognition the association-based methods focused on detection phenotype-related differences in variant allele frequencies might have great attraction for identifying less penetrant common alleles redirected attention analysis of case control samples. 
However, initial efforts targeting variants within candidate genes were plagued by inadequate power, unduly liberal thresholds for declaring significance and scant attention to sources of bias and confounding resulting in overblown claims and failed replication. Systematic efforts to characterize genome-wide patterns of genomic variation, initially through the HAP-MAP consortium, proved catalytic demonstrating that the allelic structure of the genome was segmented into haplotype blocks, each containing sets of correlated variants. Recognition that this configuration could support genome-wide surveys of association analyzed the technological innovation in the form of massively parallel genotypic arrays to make such studies possible. Early wins in acute macular degeneration and inflammation bowel disease were encouraging and progress on several fronts, expansion of study size, denser genotyping arrays, novel strategies for imputation, attention to biases, and appropriate significance thresholds delivered robust associations across a range of diseases. Most variants uncovered by these early genome-wide association studies, GWAS, were common, with more subtle effects than many had anticipated. A host of trade-specific consortia formed covering diverse dichotomous and quantitative phenotypes to accelerate genetic discovery through the aggregation of meta-analyses of data from multiple GWAS studies. Many tens of thousands of robust associations were identified. Recently, increased access to exome and whole genome sequence data has through both direct association analysis and imputation, extended discovery to low frequency and rare alleles previously inaccessible to GWAS. In a decade science, the first GWAS understanding of the genetic basis of common human disease has been transformed. The disparity between the observed effects of the variants first identified by GWAS and estimates of overall trait heritability is now largely resolved. Common diseases are not simply aggregations of related Mendelian conditions. For most complex traits, genetic predisposition is shared across thousands of mostly common variants within individually modest effects on population risk. Although the collective contribution of low-frequency and rare risk alleles to overall trait variability appears modest compared with that attributable to common variants. The rare risk alleles detected in current sample sizes necessarily have large phenotypic effects and are proportionally more likely to be coding, enhancing their value for biological inference. Founder populations have provided multiple examples of otherwise rare risk alleles driven to higher frequency locally through drift and or selection. In addition, studies in populations with higher rates of consanguity make it possible to identify individuals homozygous for otherwise rare loss of function alleles, the basis for human knockout project to systematically investigate the phenotypic consequences of gene disruption in humans. 
for most diseases, large-scale GWAS aggregation efforts have been disproportionately powered by information from individuals of European descent, whereas patterns of genetic predisposition appear broadly similar across major population groups and many common risk alleles discovered in one population group are detectable in others. Allele frequencies can vary substantially. Extending GWAS and sequencing studies to diverse populations will surely generate a rich harvest of novel risk alleles. The relative contributions of common and rare variants indicate that for many traits, particularly those with post-reproductive onset, purifying selection has had only limited effect. For a few risk alleles, hallmarks of balancing selection reflect increased carrier survival, usually through protection from infectious diseases. This includes well-known examples of alleles maintained at high frequency in populations of African descent. While the extensive linkage disequilibrium within human populations has been essential to discovery in GWAS, high correlation between adjacent variants frustrates mapping of the specific variants responsible for these associations. Increasing sample size, improved access to trans-ethnic data and more representative imputation reference panels provide a path to improved resolution of the casual variants and clues to the molecular mechanisms through which they operate. Functional interpretation is easiest for casual variants within coding sequences. However, most common disease risk variants map to non-coding sequences and are presumed to influence predisposition to effects on transcription regulation. In these cases, mechanistic inference depends on connecting association signals to day downstream targets. For many traits, there is clear convergence between common violent association signals and genes implicated in monogenic forms of the same disease, as well as enrichment of GWAS signals in regulatory elements specifically active in cell types consistent with known disease biology. This provides reassurance that even as the number of association signals for a given disease proliferates, the genetic associations uncovered will coalesce around molecular and cellular processes with a core role in pathogenesis. Importantly, the signals discovered by GWAS have revealed many unexpected insights into the biological basis of complex disease. Examples include the role of complements in the pathogenesis of acute macular degeneration, synaptic pruning in schizophrenia, and autophagy in inflammatory bowel disease. In addition, as a narrated sequence variation is a prominent cause of phenotypic variation, but the reverse is not true, Risk variants identified by GWAS have value as genetic instruments mapping casual relationships between traits and inferring contributions made by circulating biomarkers and environmental exposures to disease development. As described below, findings from GWAS have increasing translational impact through identification of novel therapeutic targets, prioritization of existing ones, and development of polygenic scores that quantify individual genetic risk.
Comprehensive Genotype Phenotype Maps The historical division of disease gene discovery into monogenic and polygenic strands arose from development and implementation of analytical approaches, family-based linkage and case control associations that are best suited for detecting particular subsets of casual alleles. These obscured the true state of nature, with disease risk alleles being distributed across a continuous spectrum of frequencies and effect size. In addition, the treat and disease-specific perspective of early GWAS discovery was poorly equipped to investigate the contribution of genetic variants to phenotypic effects that are nested within or spread across classical disease definitions. Recent developments have enabled a more holistic perspective on genotype-phenotype relationships. One major advance has been the increasing availability of large prospective population-based cohorts. These biobank efforts pioneered in studies such as the Framingham cohort and the efforts of DECODE in Iceland now encompass a growing inventory of national cohorts in North America, Europe, Asia, and beyond. The UK Biobank study, including 500,000 larger healthy middle-aged participants, has been particularly influential, transforming human genetic research in part through permissive data-sharing policies that have allowed multiple research groups to analyze the data. Efforts to make clinical data embedded in electronic health records and registries available for research mean that biobanks increasingly provide access to a wide range of demographic, clinical and lifestyle data captured in harmonized, systematic fashion from large, often multi-ethnic collections of individuals. For millions of biobank participants, this rich phenotypic information has been combined with genome-wide genetic data. There are nascent efforts to capture transcriptomic, proteomic and metabolomic phenotypes, although these are not yet an equivalent scale to the genetic data. Biobank analysis have provided more generalizable estimates of the relevance of genetic risk factors in the context of the separate and joint effects of non-genetic factors. Increasingly, integration with healthcare data brings a longitudinal dimension to phenotypic characterization which facilitates analysis of disease progression and lifelong disease risk. The rich phenotypic scope of these cohorts has enabled variants of interest to be interrogated for associations across a gamut of available phenotypes. These phenome-wide association studies, fee wars, have revealed the extent to which many variants have pleiotropic effects across multiple traits. Some of these relationships are expected, such as the impact of obesity, variants on risk of hepatic steatosis and type 2 diabetes or variants that influence multiple autoimmune conditions. Other connect diseases and traits in surprising ways, highlighting shared pelogenic, pleiotropic effects and cell type specificity, and delivering insights into shared biology and overlapping mechanisms. 
These findings inform the prioritization of therapeutic targets, providing clues to potential on-target side effects and opportunities for drug repurposing. The second enabler of inclusive systematic analysis of genotype-phenotype relationships has been access to whole genome sequence data. The scale of genetic analysis based on sequence data still lags behind that of genome-wide genotyping data, although reductions in sequencing costs are decreasing the differential. Most direct analysis of high-throughput sequence data has focused on the coding regions. Strategies for signing variant function and jointly analyzing sets of variants of similar functional effect have enabled aggregate gene-level tests of rare functional variant association that are often better powered than single variant tests. However, the principal benefit to date of whole genome sequence data to genetic discovery has been to bolster array-based access to lower frequency alleles either directly through their inclusion or genotyping platforms or indirectly through imputation from sequence-based reference samples. These developments have enabled researchers to bridge the gap between the monogenic and polygenic realms. Identifying common violence modifiers of monogenic phenotypes contributing to the viable expression of rare, large effect alleles in low frequency and rare violence that influence common multifunctional traits. This enables more rigorous evaluation of the contribution of rare and common violence to trait susceptibility and supports the enumeration of allelic series, critical for studies of disease mechanism and therapeutic target optimization. These developments are rapidly converging towards the ultimate destination, a comprehensive matrix of the effect of all observable genetic variants across the widest possible range of cross-sectional and longitudinal biomedical phenotypes. Success in these endeavors depends on ever greater harmonization between the integration of results from individual studies through sustained investments in data sharing. Clinical Implementation Medical genetics, as applied to rare diseases, has been characterized by the rapid application in the clinic of the transformative genomic technologies that drove initial research discoveries. There are now targeted genetic tests for nearly all clinical presentations attributable to large impact alleles alongside more extensive genome sequencing assays that, when necessary, enable interrogation of a longer list of relevant genes. Genetic testing of symptomatic individuals and at-risk relatives occurs routinely in many medical specialties. In parallel, the use of somatic cancer testing has increased as therapies targeted to specific mutational events have entered clinical practice. These developments are reviewed elsewhere. For patients with symptoms that indicate a probable monogenic etiology, targeted panels are typically the platform of choice, although they are increasingly performed on a more extensive sequence backbone. For more complex phenotypes, those without a clear match 
to a specific syndrome, such as neurodevelopmental disorders and multiple congenital anomalies. Testing has gravitated towards early deployments of exome and genome sequencing platforms that offer speed resolution of what has historically often been a traumatic diagnostic odyssey. The power of genomic diagnosis is especially clear for those presenting with monogenic neurodevelopmental disorders and critically ill infants. Sequencing of the parent-offspring trio can detect DNA variation in dominant disorders and face biallelic rare variants in recessive disease. The transition from targeted gene tests to genomic sequencing enables recursive reanalysis, including reinterpretation of individual sequences and the basis of subsequent discoveries regarding casual disease alleles and their phenotypic consequences. However, improved molecular diagnostics are required to ensure reliable detection of a subset of genetic disorders, including those arising from triplet repeats and complex arrangements. Deep sequencing of affected tissues from mosaic variants and the use of RNA sequencing to detect non-coding variants that drive early onset disease represent new fronts for clinical diagnostics. Other examples of the rapid adoption of new genomic technologies include non-invasive prenatal testing and the use of recessive carrier panels for couples planning pregnancies. Newborn screening is now universal in many countries, although it is limited to disorders, combining high-throughput, low-cost detection with effective early interventions. Genetic diagnostics are also increasingly applied to newborn screening as a reflex test following an abnormal screening test. Over the next decades, the repertoire of disorders captured by neonatal screening and prenatal testing is likely to expand markedly. Whereas prenatal testing may be more effective at avoiding disease, the associated ethical issues are more complex. Although genetic testing for rare disease and cancer has explored, there has been more limited uptake of genetic information in other aspects of healthcare. For example, despite multiple examples of clinically important genetic markers related to drug efficacy and side effect profile, the rollout of pharmacogenetics has been hampered by a range of factors, including lack of clinical decision support in electronic medical systems to guide the drug choice or dosing by the physician. This has been compounded by challenges in diagnostic testing, complex haplotype structures and structure variants at some key drug metabolism, loci necessitate genome sequencing or specific targeted panels to detect all clinically relevant variants. For common diseases, translational attention is currently focused on the clinical potential of polygenic risk scores. The development of robust polygenic scores for several common diseases has been catalyzed by more precise pre-variant effect estimates from larger GWAS datasets. Improved algorithms for combining information across millions of single nucleotide polymorphism and large-scale biobanks that support score validation. For example, a genome-wide polygenic score for heart attack 
incorporating 6.6 million variants indicates that 5% of European descent individuals have a risk of future cardiac events equivalent to that seen in those with less frequent monogenic forms of hypercholesterolemia. Increasingly, the shift from array-based genotyping to sequence-based analysis is facilitating risk production, which integrates information from rare large effect alleles with that from polygenic scores. By improving the capture of genetic risk, particularly in non-European populations, and integrating environmental and biomarker data to quantify aspects of non-genetic risk, it should be possible to achieve increasingly accurate prediction of individual disease risk and to use this information to tailor screening, prevention and treatment. Success will depend on developing models of risk and robustly integrate these diverse data types and on optimizing the strategies deployed to ensure effective implementation. The absence of evidence-based guidelines to support healthcare recommendations continues to hinder the clinical applications of genetic data. In some countries, this is computed by confusion of a reimbursement and disparities in testing across society. Many healthcare professionals lack experience in genomic medicine and need education and guidance to practice in the rapidly evolving space of genetic and genomic testing. One consequence of these difficulties has been an expanding direct-to-consumer testing market, variably controlled by country-specific regulations, which is moving beyond a focus on ancestry and personal traits to its models in which individuals have direct access to ordering physicians and genetic counselors. The risk of commercial influence in these models remains high. There are concerns about the consequences of inferred release of genetic data of dubious or inflated clinical relevance and limited infrastructure to pull these results into mainstream medical systems. These advances have fostered debates about the value of genetics for population screening for both monogenic and complex disorders. Population screening for monogenic disorders is most likely to be initiated for conditions for which risk estimates are well understood and there are actionable interventions. Expansion to other disorders requires better understanding of the penetrance of pathogenic alleles in unselected populations and caution before extending screening to longer lists of genes that are less securely implicated in disease caution. As certain countries consider universal capture of genomic-wide genetic data at birth or late in life, key questions concern the strategies for releasing this information to citizens and their medical teams to support individual health care. Ultimately, barriers to genomic medicine are most directly overcome by demonstrating clinical utility in disease management and therapeutic decision-making, with evidence for improved patient outcomes. Hereditary cancers provide multiple examples, such as the use of BRCA1, BRCA2 testing to inform PARP inhibitor treatment patients with cancer. There is a growing list of diseases for which a molecular diagnosis results in specific interventions designed to improve patient outcomes. 
and are currently more than 50 FDA-approved drugs for genetic disorders. Although gene therapy has been slow to evolve since its early introduction, recent advances in gene editing are reinvigorating approaches to treat disorders by manipulating of the underlying genetic defects. Looking forward Over the coming decades, the challenge will be to optimize and to implement at scale strategies that use human genetics to further the understanding of health and disease and to maximize the clinical benefit of those discoveries. Realizing these goals will require the concerted efforts of researchers in academia and industry to bring about transformational change across a range of highly interconnected domains, for example, through the auspices of the recently established International Common Disease Alliance. Such efforts will be directed towards establishing a comprehensive inventories of genotype-phenotype relationships across populations and environments, b. Systematic assays of variant and gene-level function across cell types, states and exposures. c. Improved scalable strategies for turning these basic knowledge into fully developed molecular, cellular and physiological models of disease pathogenesis. And d. Application of those biological insights to drive novel preventative and therapeutic options. The first of these will involve documenting the full spectrum of natural genetic variation across all human populations, including capture of structure variants and somatic mutations that accumulate with aging, and associating these variations with ever richer disease related intermediate and clinical traits available through biobanks and electronic health records. This will be particularly important to include populations historically underrepresented in genomic research following the pioneering work of the H3 Africa Consortium. As over time, clinically sequenced genomes will outnumber those collected in academia, research and healthcare communities will need to develop a harmonized approach to genomics to transcend historical boundaries. Progress will be critically dependent on platforms and governance that lower barriers to the integration of genetic and phenotypic data across studies and countries along with technical standards that are reliable, secure and compatible with the international regulatory landscape. Mechanistic interpretation of genetic associations, particularly those in regulatory regions, will be driven by the systematic annotation of sequence variants and genes for functional impact across disease-relevant cell types, enabling mapping of processes contributing to disease development with respect to place, tissue, and cell type, time, developmental stage, and context, external influence. Accelerating efforts to characterize the cellular composition of tissues through single-cell assays will increase the granularity of these observations. Large-scale perturbation studies across diverse cellular and animal models will, together with analysis of coding variants in humans, provide confidence in casual inference. Large-scale proteomic and metabolomic analyses will provide a bridge to downstream pathways, research access 
to such functional data generated at scale should lower the barriers to mechanistic inference, provide system-wide context and enable researchers to focus wet laboratory validation on the most critical experiments. Collectively, these efforts will support compilation of a systematic catalogue of key networks and processes that influence normal physiology and disease development and inform a revised molecular taxonomy of disease. This knowledge will reinforce the essential contribution of human genetics to the identification and prioritization of targets for therapeutic development in science into the efficacy of target perturbation and potential for adverse events in light characterization of translatable biomarkers provide ways to boost the efficacy of drug development pipelines given the clinical importance of slowing disease progression target discovery efforts will increasingly need to embrace the genetics of disease progression and treatment response and these may involve processes distinct from those captured by studies of disease onset. In parallel, the clinical use of human genetics will benefit from progress towards universal determination of individual genome sequences built through a combination of biobank expansion and direct access within healthcare systems. This will power clinical applications that extend beyond the current focus on neonatal sequencing, Mendelian diagnostics and somatic tumor sequencing. In particular, improvements in polygenic score derivation will boost risk prediction for multifunctional traits, provide a molecular basis for disease classification, support biomarker discovery and therapeutic optimization, and contribute to understanding of the variable penetrance of monogenic conditions. Implementing genomic medicine as a routine component of clinical care across diverse healthcare environments will inevitably require investment in the training of healthcare professionals and attention to optimal strategies for returning genetic findings to patients. The limited heritability of many multifactorial traits constrains the clinical precision available for genetic data alone. This will drive efforts to integrate information on personal environment, lifestyle and behavior, and to combine prognostic predictive information on disease risk with longitudinal measures of molecular and clinical states that track an individual's journey from health to disease. Human genetics will also given its unique potential for casual inference support identification of the non-genetic risk factors that directly contribute to disease predisposition and development. As polygenic score performance improves, analysis of individuals who show marked divergence between genetic predisposition and real-world clinical outcomes should define exposures, the contribution of which the disease causation remains unclear. Collectively, these developments can be expected to accelerate personalization of healthcare delivery. Provided costs are sustainable and more preventative perspective on health could emerge, managed through proactive genomic, clinical and lifestyle surveillance using risk scores, complex biomarkers, liquid biopsies and wearables. Improved understanding of etiological heterogeneity 
patterns of sharing of genetic risk across diseases, variation in therapeutic response and risk of the adverse events will enhance targeting of preventative and therapeutic interventions. At the population level, intervention strategies will seek to combine population-wide and target strategies to best effect. It will be critical to ensure that these benefits are available to as many as possible so that genomics reduces rather than exacerbates national and global health disparities. The developments described above represent variations on the theme of reading the genome. The emerging capacity to block this reading or even to write the genome promises to be equally transformative, providing new opportunities to correct or even cure Mendelian diseases. Spectacular advances in developing novel therapeutic strategies are likely for many diseases based, for example, on ex vivo cell manipulation or in vivo somatic cell editing. Importantly, developments in genomic medicine need to proceed in a bioethical framework for research and clinical use that recognizes the personal relevance of human genetics and the critical importance of autonomous consent and the protection of privacy, while minimizing the adverse consequences of genetic exceptionalism. Governance needs to reaffirm the rights of citizens to make individual contributions to scientific progress, to research participation and encourage the responsible exchange of data for clinical and research purposes. Future Prospects over the past two decades, understanding of the genetic basis of human disease has been transformed by a combination of spectacular technological and analytic advances, collaborative commitment to the development of foundational resources, and the collection and analysis of vast amounts of genetic, molecular and clinical data. The biological insights derived from these data are increasingly drivers of translational innovation and widening personal access to large-scale genetic and molecular data promises to reshape medical care. However, for the full potential of genomic medicine to be realized, there will need to be sustained collaborative endeavour on several fronts to ensure that the capacity to generate ever more detailed maps of the relationships between sequence variation and biomedical phenotypes delivers a comprehensive understanding of disease mechanisms that can be translated into the medicines of tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this article. Please do follow me on Twitter and suggest the next article you would like to listen to.